0: Injured in a car accident? It's about money. Your money. Your settlement. We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery? You pay no fees or costs. We strive to get you more at LawyerUp904.com.
1: Hey, good evening, good evening. Welcome to Compton & Company. Coming to you from Dick's Wings of the Northside on this flip night. We're here from 7 until 9 o'clock. We tell people all the time what flip night is, but well, tell folks again. Uh, you roll in, sit at the bar between the hours of 7 and 9 o'clock each and every Wednesday. Order a drink. If you are correct, the drink is free. If you're wrong, you just pay for the drink and you can do that for two solid hours. Uh, happy days, Chuck Elliott, in the city of Jacksonville, Florida. Um, I had my uh, Cowboys. Fan card pulled for me Sunday by both my sons. They were mad at me for sort of low key, up pulling for the Jaguars a little bit. Well, the Cowboys ain't catch the Eagles, so they don't. Well, well, that's why. I mean, the Jaguars need the gate. Yeah, sure. That, that's right. And, and uh, it appears that I'm, I'm, I'm on the verge of winning a bet with my uncle, a nice little beer bet. It was, uh, you know, uh, the Jaguars win the division. It was a. Uh, the loser buys the winner, a case of beer. It, it didn't look so good a few weeks ago. But it sure is, sure is looking good now, Chuck Elliott. Yeah, yeah, I would still favor. You still have to favor Tennessee. They still have to catch them. Not right? at all. You don't favor Tennessee at all right now. Oh, uh, Right now, You wanna, right now? Vegas says it's Jaguars minus 120. You want to put a $20 wager Yes. On? Okay. I'll say Tennessee still wins the division. Yes. Because and the Jags, I, uh, have, they're still chasing. Well, uh, Jaguars controlled on destiny. I guess you haven't really... Uh, uh, you haven't paid attention to the news cycle either, then have you, Chuck? I can't wait to break. I can't wait to tell you what's uh, happening in Tennessee right now. Us. I don't care. It okay, doesn't matter. good. I'm glad you don't care. Sure. You don't tell me, uh, Derek Henry's out. Uh, Tannehill's out. Tannehill's out for the year. So Malik Willis is now your quarterback. They weren't good anyway. So. Malik Willis is now your That's quarterback for your your Tennessee Titans. And they, now they did go out and say they happen, did go out a, a very smart guy. To be the backup, Joshua Dobbs. You know, you know, he is a rocket scientist. But he, he truly is a rocket scientist, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> he's their backup. Uh, so yeah, there you go. That that's your guy. So two poll questions we have. There are these. Um, do you think the Jaguars make the playoffs? Yes or no. Chuck says no. He's already you know how the how the shoot. He says no. The other, I'm leaving. Patrick Mahomes out for obvious reasons, but who would you rather have? Uh, Trevor Lawrence, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, or Josh Allen? Who would you who would you rather be your quarterback out of those four? And, and I know that's, you still can, a, that's still a tough one. It is tough. It is, and then you could you could throw Herbert in if you wanted to, if you're in Twitterverse and you want to say you know you know uh, Herbert, but I would uh. And we have National Signing Day we're going to talk about. it. It is National Signing Day. It's not Early Signing Day. Technically, it's Early Signing Day, but it really is National Signing Day because uh, over the course of the next three days, it's a three-day window, you'll have 90% of the classes will be full, and there will be a handful that that will sign in February. But uh, it's now uh, happening uh, in uh, mid to late December. Uh, and we'll, we'll go over some signing classes, Florida, Florida State, Miami, Georgia, uh, Alabama. Uh, boy, I really feel sorry for Nick Saban. He comes out and complains and poor mouths about paid-for classes. And, and now he's, uh, if they get Cremonti McLean or Ricks, uh, either one of them, they'll end up surpassing Texas A&M as the highest-rated uh, class in college football signing day history. So yeah, let's uh, let's, let's uh, who's gonna call Nick Saban out for buying class? But did, not Bama have a lot of guys enter the, enter the portal transfer portal? I always wonder why. That just seems odd. They, you know, they, just, they, just a handful. I mean, they they, now, wasn't throw, they like, certainly. Wasn't it like sixteen? They did I mean, have more than Florida. Florida <laughs> had like five a day for about a week. that entered the portal, but uh, so we'll discuss that later on. Um, but uh, moving back, to, you know, I know we have a game tomorrow, right? Uh.
0: Yeah, Jaguars real quick on travel the, to New York.
1: what's interesting is I think most people would agree with the Jags are head and shoulders playing better than Jets right now. But the line is even. Actually, the Jets are favored by one. Okay, so it's moved since I checked. Yeah, Jets well, I favored I by, by one. Uh, well, this morning it was by so, one. So I guess you would say, why is that? That just seems odd. Jags have well, the good Well, the Jets have uh, a better. very good defense on the road. Short week. Uh, the, you know, the the Jags travel. Right, I'm, I'm sure all of that uh, plays a part into why the Jets are, uh, you know, either a favorite or or a pick'em. Uh, but like you said, the, the Jets have lost what three in a row, right? I think
0: three in a row, yeah. And the
1: Jags obviously won two in a row. So you would think. And uh, how about this fan base, the folks, and we've we've got uh, uh, a couple of uh, season ticket holders. Uh, uh, Ted and Kathy at the bar tonight, and you know we joked early in the year that they were season ticket holders for years, and then gave them up, and they were roped in again this year, and 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 they bought season tickets. And after you know first six or seven weeks, man, phew, yeah, what 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 have we done here? But I'll tell you, man, you talk about getting your money's worth. Uh, season ticket holders season ticket holders have certainly got that this year. The the, the blowout win against the Colts. The 17-0 comeback win uh, against the Raiders, the comeback win against the Ravens, uh, you know, including the two-point conversion uh, to win that at, at the buzzer, and then of course the the 27-10 comeback win against Dallas this past weekend. And speaking of which, the first time in NFL history the same weekend, three 17-plus point comebacks uh, happened. Uh, the the Bucks, the uh, the Bengals came back and, and beat up Tampa Bay after trailing by 17. You had the Vikings were down 33-0 and and came back, uh, obviously, and won that football game on Saturday. And then, of course, the Jaguars uh, take care of business and beat the Dallas Cowboys, falling behind 27-10. And I tell you, being down there at that game and walking around, dude, it was like 80-20. It was 80% Cowboys fan. (laughs) When you look around, it's like, oh, there's a Jaguars fan. Oh. There's a Jaguars fan. It was unreal. Uh, and, and then watching the replay, uh, the condensed version, you could hear it, man. I mean, you could hear And I will say this, when it was time for the Jaguars to make noise, that 15 or 20 fouls or whatever was there, uh, they were loud. They were absolutely loud. And uh, what a game, man. I mean, you and that's a game where you absolutely got your money's worth there. Trevor's that guy, man. Trevor's that dude. Um, when he made, when Trevor had they and fumbled, how much time is left in the game? One twenty-one to go. All right. So we talked about this off the air. There's only one. Well, not only one. Why did Jackson win that game? I heard none of the analysts or experts give Jackson credit. Doug Peterson. They had all three timeouts. They did right. call. That's right. That's right. And I, I harp on that in the second half you don't call timeout to prevent, you know, third and seven going to third, 12, you don't call timeout in the third quarter to discuss a play. If they would have had one timeout, they would have been toast. Or two timeouts. Two timeouts. They would have been toast. Because that would have changed what the Cowboys play called that last series. They went run, run, uh, and then, uh, again, and I'm, I'm absolutely ready to cut ties with Kellen Moore as our offensive coordinator in Dallas. Uh, I was wondering that that last, that third and 10 play, when the play call was a 45-yard pass down the field, which actually was a decent ball thrown by Dak to Noah Brown down the left sideline. I'm thinking, man, uh, did, he, did he go through his reads and, and that's what he decided on? Uh, what was he thinking? Well, as i see seen the all-22, which again, I, I, I'm, I'm, and look, if you're out there listening, If you love the NFL, do yourself a favor. Right now, NFL.com has a special $26 for the entire year, and they'll renew it at that rate. Instead of the $80 a year, $26 a year gets you, of course, NFL games on the go. but gets you the All-22, the condensed version, a replay of every NFL football game, and a bunch of other stuff as well throughout the course of the year. Uh, So I'm telling you, if you're a fan of the National Football League, that's a must-buy. But when I watch a 20, the dr 22 and, and I look at what's there, there's nobody open. I mean, Dak Prescott goes back to pass on a, on a third-and-ten play, and the only guy that had a chance of maybe making a play was the pass that he threw 45 yards down the field, which is a horrible play call. So Dak had nowhere else to go. So I'm thinking, a third-and-ten play call, why in the world are you not calling something intermediate? right, and and then took the ball to run if it's not there and made the Jaguars call their third and final timeout, but instead you throw the ball incomplete, Jaguars saved one and then had time to go down the field. And they get get the 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 ball back with the timeout. Yeah, yeah. And I watched the game and maybe maybe I missed it, but I didn't hear anybody, I didn't hear anyone on the broadcast say, you know what, what a smart move by saving your timeout. And to expand, expand on that, how many times do you hear, let's say, eight minutes ago in the third quarter, third and seven, as I mentioned earlier, and the clock's running down, they hit a timeout, and you know, you're smart guys like Troy Aikman, and, and, you know, a well, they had to take a timeout. They're, no, they didn't, idiots. You don't have to take a timeout. It's just that that saved the game for me. Nobody's giving the props for that. So, so job well done yeah. uh, by the Jags, Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> and and that staff look, and then you lose Cam Robinson. Um you know, now we know for the year uh, a meniscus tear. But look, Walker Little came in, and I've I've sort of beat him up a little bit last week. I and and I've talked to people off the air. I, look, I ran into him and a bunch of other Jaguar players, offensive linemen, um, during the preseason, and, uh, and 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 Walker Little didn't really look. He didn't he didn't meet the man uh, to get off the bus or the, or the tarmac guy guys. Yeah, really, that's Walker Little, really. Uh, but he, you know what, he, outside of a couple of plays where, again, looking at all, I'm, I'm going to champion All-22, look at the All-22. Other than a couple of plays where, where Mark, Micah Parsons got him, and he's going to get a bunch of people, best defensive player in the NFL. Um, he played very well. Uh, that little reverse to Agnew that got him 30-plus 30, or 30 plus yards, he was second-level blocking. He uh, did very, very well. So uh, impressed with Walker Little when he came in when he had to. Um, the receivers, look, man. So is Dave Jones a great receiver or is Lawrence no making, I'm gl- make, no. making him I'm a great I'm, receiver? Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Is out. he doing a, uh, a Tom Brady making? That to Brady me is what's Brady. happening. Look, obviously you've got to run route. You have to catch the football. It's, it's not just a quarterback. But I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. You, 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 were going, you were actually going right where I was going. Man, we're on the same page. That's one time in a row. That's a streak here, Chuck. Uh, but, yeah, so, look, um, Zay Jones is having a career year. I mean, a big-time career year, right? Um, more than double his career high uh, in a season for catches and yards. Christian Kirk. Is going to set a career personal best in a single season for 13 yards from the for thousand. for he's never had a thousand yard uh, season. He's going to have he's already set a record for catches, yards, and touchdown receptions. That's Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram. His rookie season was his best, but he is going to unless he just does nothing these next three weeks, he's going to have a personal best as well for receptions, yards. Now, he's two off from touchdown receptions. I think he had six in his rookie year, and he's got four now. But the point is this you've got three guys that uh, Evan Ingram was known as the guy that could catch football, hands of stone like Roberto Duran. Only old people would know who that is and know what my reference is there hands of stone, boxer. Um, No boss. So he had Roberto (laughs) Duran hands. Zay Jones had just been just a guy. And uh, Christian Kirk, you go look at a bunch of so called experts when they would rate uh, free agent signings, the Jags would get a C, D, or F without signing because what are you doing paying a slot receiver $18 million a year? Well, all of a sudden, these three guys are having single season best for their careers. And yeah, you know what? It is a quarterback, it is a quarterback and a coach. Uh, you know that the, the uh, plays be, the clay the plays that are being called, the ball placement for Trevor Lawrence. Uh, yeah, absolutely, man. You've got a top five NFL quarterback. You've got a top five or ten, probably top five NFL head coach. How many active coaches have won a Super Bowl? Chuck, Dick Peterson has, right? There's only there's only a few. Yeah. There's only a few, right? That have, that have that are coaching that have won a Super Bowl. So you've got Three, I'm going to guess. I didn't think about it. I I, I, well, during a break, we we'll, could we'll, 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 we'll probably figure it You're out in either. a hurry during yeah. a break. But, obviously, Mike Tomlin, Andy Reid, Bill Belichick, Doug four. Peterson. That's oh, yeah. four on the four, top yeah. of my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there might be another one we're not thinking of. Um, but, um, but, look, man, uh, you should, there's reason to be excited in Jacksonville, Florida, in Duval County. The Jacksonville Jaguars, are, I said last week, they're going to take over this damn division for the next decade. Now, all of a sudden, you, in court, you bring you put Calvin Ridley. I'm, I, I hate to get ahead of myself here because the Jags are going to the playoffs. The Jags are going the to the playoffs and way. having a home playoff football game right here. Well, you know, one thing you do know, if their first playoff game, if they're in the playoffs, the first one won't be on the road. It will be right it here. It won't be on the road because they're not getting the wild card. It will be right here. It will be right here, be right here in Jacksonville. The Tennessee Titans are no good. The Colts are terrible. And the Texans, well, they're the Texans. It's weird. The Texans right now are playing the second-best football in the division behind the Jaguars. And they've won one football game. They gave the Cowboys and the Chiefs all they wanted the last two weeks. They should have beat Dallas. If Jeff Driscoll runs the right way on that uh, quarterback keeper, they beat the Cowboys. And then they take the Chiefs to overtime. Yeah, sorry <laughs> Ironically, that might be the toughest Hell, game. Hell, I think the Texans beat the Titans this weekend. look at the schedule. That might be probably the toughest game. Well, it could be the toughest could game. this could be. Year. I, look, the, the Titans might lose out. As crazy as that sounds, the Titans might lose out. If you haven't heard, Ryan Tannehill's out for the year. Uh, Malik Willis, who, look, you talk about a guy that was a, had a deer in the headlight look when he was forced into action. It was in a, either a, what is it, a Monday night game. Monday night game. Right? I know it's a prime it was, time I game, it, was a and it night might have been whatever it was. It night. The, the prime time game that I see the Tennessee Titans play, Middle League had to – was forced into action. He looked lost. Maybe the worst correct play I've seen in 15 years. Uh, so you expect that guy to play well? Come on. That's your starting quarterback. Joshua Dobbs is your backup quarterback. You expect that team, Chuck, to? to You've never won a bet. We, you've never beat me head-to-head ever in a bet on the radio. Uh-oh. You think law of Africa say you're going to win one? Well, Jacksonville still has to catch them. They have, they have to catch they them. They have called them, really. They have called them. They've, because if they – they have. If they if they beat them week 18, they've got both wins head-to-head. Well, they still have to beat them to catch them. No, they'll so catch they're still, them. Who's All first in the division right now? If you look at the standings, who's first? <laughs> okay. Tennessee, All right. Right? All right? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. All right, let's uh, Let's let's <laughs> not get our head off. Because the problem is all this this goodwill we're putting out, they could easily. It wouldn't shock me at all if they yeah. lose tomorrow night and go lose to Houston. It yeah. wouldn't be shocking. It would surprise me though, because they're playing very very good right now. Look, they remind me and they can still play well and lose. They remind oh, me of the Bengals the Bengals of last year. I'm not saying they're going to the Super Bowl. That's not what I'm saying here. The Bengals went ten and seven last year. Started five and two, had a tough. A stretch in the middle there, and then kind of got hot late. That's what the Jaguars are doing right now. So okay, we also have some baseball news too. Wow, how, how about you? You go, you go to sleep, and Carlos Carrera agreed, you know, to a, a big deal with the San Francisco Giants, and and then uh, he supposedly had some, I failed a physical, and then you wake up and he's all Met. How about the Giants? San Francisco Giants. They had Aaron Judge for like seven minutes. He was, he was supposedly signing with them. Really? They had a deal with Carlos Correa, and now they don't have either one of them. So how would you like be a San Francisco Giants fan today? I would. All right. We'll step aside for a break. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, we'll revisit the poll questions, throw those out there, uh, talk about the Jags, Cowboys, Jags, Jets tomorrow, uh, early slash national signing day on this day in sports, and a whole lot more from Dick Swings and the Northside on 1010XL.
0: This is Compton and Company on ten ten XL. You
1: know, Matt, uh, you've attended you've probably attended a bunch of games down in the swamp, correct?
2: Oh, too many to count.
1: Okay. So this is a party party like a rock star was something that, that was played for a lot of years when the Gators w- would win the swamp, right?
2: Oh one hundred percent. This was this was the song you knew it was going yes. down when you when you yes. heard this.
1: Yes. We haven't heard that one in a minute. <laughs> we don't, yeah, I we mean, haven't heard that much down there these days.
2: Especially these last few seasons, these last Woo! couple of seasons. They don't play this much anymore.
1: They do not. We are at Dick's Wings here on Flip Night on the north side. Hey, live music on Friday nights. So come hang out with us. We'll give you some details later on. Uh, a little uh, uh, live music here at Dick Swings at Yellow Bluff. Yellow Bluff New Berlin Road. I think either 8 or 9 o'clock will be. I think 8 o'clock is when we get started. Again, it is flip night. Come out any Wednesday night. Order a drink. Sit in the bar area. If you're right, when you're guessing had or tails, the drink is absolutely free. Uh, it's each and every Wednesday night right here at Dick's Wings on the north side. Also, visit us in Lakewood and San Jose and University. Um, before... Back to the first time the Gators had back-to-back back losing season since 78-79. Whew. And the first time a coach has lost to all of their rivals. Uh. Thank you, Billy. And then throw in Vanderbilt as well. Uh, and then, luckily, uh, they, they were able to keep that streak alive, of scoring, of not being shut out. See, now, 1988 shut them out. What, 436 six, games yeah. now in a row? They 16 nothing. I thought it was like 7 nothing. 16 nothing. October 29, 1988. You know, I had no problem with and, that. And I, I, I like what you said. When you called me up and you were ready to go on the field to oh, fire Billy bad. Napier when they didn't kick the field goal, with about eight minutes to go, I said this guy should be fired. He doesn't know Gators' history. And then when they had, you know, when they got that one, well, when they kicked it, still with forty-something seconds left, fourth down. Yep. And uh, they were debating and should they kick it? Uh, uh, well, they should run their offense. I, no, I had no problem with keeping that streak alive. Some similar Korean notes. I'm going to go over here in a few moments. Uh, <laughs> but I went back there real quick. That's the you know. I was, ner- boy, I was tasted and nervous in there about the kick. I was that. a little nervous, too, yeah. I like, think That's. I think that's The that kicker was money, what, four, I think it's 48 yards or something. Or no, it 40, was, no, 42, 42. It, it, it wasn't was, get, wasn't it was get 42 me. because they were first in going to three or four and then moved back 20 yards. <laughs> I mean, that was just how appropriate. I
0: that, like McAfee said.
1: This, this is the highest pressure kick in Gator history. I, 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 and McAfee, Pat McAfee's such a clown. He, you know what, he, he's... He, sh- he he doesn't belong on television anywhere. He's just an- – he- God, he's so dumb. I mean, he. you talk about a guy – He's on game day. They kept talking about the jackhammer. I thought he was going to go down and do some things to the jackhammer during that game. My gosh, that hideous jacket he had on. Yes, I understand they were in Vegas, but how hideous was that? Maybe I'm going to – call me a boomer if you like, but – I'm not a boomer, by the way. I'm not quite that old yet. But that was just terrible. Uh, but I'm glad they did score, uh, kept the streak intact. Uh, poll questions out there again of these, and we'll get to these first. And then uh, I've got some, uh, some nice recruiting nuggets that's just broken here over the last few minutes. Uh, but go ahead first, uh, Matt. Tell us our poll questions and exactly where we sit.
2: Well, we've got some good ones out there, and you can vote at 1010XL on Twitter our first poll question, with three regular season games remaining, do you think the Jaguars will make the playoffs? Well, 82% of the audience says yes, just 18% say no. Meanwhile, on to our second poll question, which quarterback would you rather have on your team? Would you rather have Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Trevor Lawrence, or Josh Allen? Seventy percent say Trevor Lawrence so far. Meanwhile, seventeen percent with Josh Allen, nine percent with Joe Burrow, and just four percent with Jalen Hurts.
1: You know, this is what I would say to that: is is the guy that I would pick a little lopsided. I would go Trevor first. I mean, obviously we're a little biased here, but I would the guy that I would be a toss up with a Joe Burrow. Uh, I love me some Joe Burrow, man. Joe Cool, Joe Shady, Joe Money, Joe, whatever you want to call him, Joe whatever. say Josh Allen, to me, he's gonna he, he can potentially suffer from Cam Newton syndrome. With his style of play? I mean, he's a big bruiser. Uh, now he's a more accurate he's a more accurate passer than Cam Newton. See, Cam Newton never really got better as a passer. Josh Allen has year over year, right? The last few years, he's increased his completion percentage each year. Now, this year, he's stepped back a little bit, more interceptions and fumbles than any quarterback in the league right now. But overall, he's become a better passer uh, year over year, whereas Cam Newton didn't. But from a body-breaking down down standpoint, at at some point in time, it's like Father Time is undefeated. Yeah, I know Tom Brady's still there. But... Fault fault, yeah, he is faltering some. But fallout time is undefeated, and so is the wear and tear on a body, right? At some point in time, that will catch up with Josh Allen, and that element of his game will be taken away a bit. And it, so I just wonder. So he's not the one that, to me, uh, that would be second on that list. It, it'd be Joe Burrow. But, yeah, I would rather have Trevor. I know we're, we're biased. We're here in Jacksonville. But, man, he is that guy, and just, you, you, man, could you imagine? I think. This offense might be, Uh, you're looking at a little fire. A little scrapping the Carolina-Michigan game. Right, how about that? Uh, <laughs> a little bad blood. Can you call a timeout? Where, where's, yeah, where's the little, uh Chris Weber? Where's Chris Weber? Call a timeout, Chris. Call oh, a timeout. Yeah, Sebi's a little, look, I don't. I was, I was expecting Trevor to maybe win because we're here, but Sebi's a bit high. Yeah, I would have. If any one of those would have got 70, I thought it would be pretty evenly. Seen. Yeah. Because you, you can make a case for any of them. Absolutely. Like absolutely you can. And Justin Herbert's another one that I didn't did throw in. But I didn't want to throw five in. I threw four in. I didn't throw Mahomes in because of, for obvious reasons. He, he, he would have won. Homes, he would have won. I would think. Well, I don't know. Well, yeah. 70%, maybe not. Um, but this is what I'll say, man, is here's another statement I'm going to make. You may call me, call me crazy here. But. If Calvin Ridley is what um, he was his last year with the Falcons, I want to say he had like 1,400 yards receiving, nine touchdown receptions, um, was like third or fourth in the NFL in most categories. This could be one of those dynamic offenses we've seen in the NFL in the last 15, 20 years. Well, you got Trevor Lawrence as your signal caller, ETN as your back. If you bring Evan Ingram back as your tight end, and now all of a sudden you replace Marvin Jones Jr. with the true number one receiver in Calvin Ridley? See, all of a sudden Calvin Ridley, Zay Jones, are on your outside. Christian Kirk has moved inside primarily in the slot position. And that's your tight end? And ETN as your back? Are you kidding me? I mean, there's no holes as long as the offensive line is is playing at a high level, which it has for the most part of this year. This offense will be absolutely dynamic, and no one will want to play this team. Now, the defense has a lot of holes. Uh, I'll give them credit, though. Four sacks of Dak Prescott this past weekend against the Dallas Cowboys team that has fared very well for the most part of this year on the offensive line. Uh, so that was, that comes on the heels of getting after. Um, the uh, boy, where, where did I go here? The Titans, right? They they, they beat the Titans, and now the Titans had the like two terrible offensive tackles. You were thinking, okay, well, you know what? It was the Titans. Their offensive line play has been no good, and that's why the Jaguars played well up front. Well, the Jaguars defense played well up front again um, against the Cowboys. Now tomorrow night. I still know Trevon Walker. Also, no uh, Fodakasi. I think I heard as well, right? Is it Fodakasi that's out? I think is that right? Oh. I think.
0: Matt, yeah, he's out. out. Yeah, Fodacossi Fodacossi
1: out. out. Right? Yeah, yep. out. Yeah, he's out as well. So, uh, so we'll see, right? Um, but no, but I think the uh, but the Jaguars uh, have gotten after the passer fairly well as of late, and you know, and also and. They're still protecting Trevor. Look, the the Cowboys front seven is fantastic. I mean, fantastic. And and I think the Jaguars did a very nice job of uh, protecting Trevor on Sunday. I said, man, I'm telling you, man. um, Exciting times here, Chuck. Yeah, I have to finish it off. Yeah, well, sure, they have to finish it off. And and I know you don't want them to, but we should made a bet. 20 bucks. Yeah, 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Wait a bit. So, uh, Jags, tomorrow night, Thursday night football. I just know the NFL had the way of humbling you really quickly. Oh, sure. Well, I mean, look, uh, just a few weeks ago, what's you your had Detroit, a huge – Detroit line. Well, there you go. I mean, there <laughs> you had a huge win at home against Baltimore, and then you go to Detroit and, and lay an egg. Um, I say, say Detroit's won like six of seven, I think. Detroit. Yeah, they're hot, man. Knocking off a wild card spot. Yeah, they're hot. <laughs> I, I was wondering if it – if the final week comes down to the AFC North, the AFC South, and the NFC West all being up for grabs, they'd probably take the AFC North game for Sunday night, wouldn't they? I'm sure they would pick that over. Yeah, a, yeah probably. But it'd be cool if it were the Jaguars-Titans week 18. That'd, yeah. that'd be neat. I mean, that, uh, the AFC South, that's two all junk teams in that division. Oh, promise recruiting news. Kermani uh, McLean. Uh, Matt, you know who that is.
2: Oh, absolutely, who he thought Money he was Mc- going to be a Gator.
1: Uh, Money McClain, I mean, he was a Florida Gator lean for over a year. Uh, number two overall recruit behind Arch Manning um, for most of the year. I think he's number four, a contestant number four right now maybe. Um, you know, had a uh, announcement ceremony a handful of weeks ago, and he announced for Miami. But then if you listen, his his mom says something goes, it ain't over. A lot of people took that as, well, hey, everyone be quiet. The ceremony, the ceremony's not over. But he might admit this process isn't over because then people were shocked that he had committed to Miami. Well, uh, he decided, hey, I'm pushing it back a day. I'm not signing uh, on Wednesday. Now, yeah, I think it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, the early signing period. It's that three-day window. Alabama's got back, has got into it as of late. Um, Alabama's also in on uh, Desmond Ricks, who reclassified the 2024 class to the 2023 class. Uh, And and they're like one, two, as far as cornerbacks, right? Um, Now, prime time. Uh, About 20 minutes ago, uh, one of the uh, recruiting sites put a crystal ball in and uh, said he's about to flip to Deion Sanders in Colorado. So that'd be like, you know, last year when Travis Hunter, the number one player in the country, flipped from FSU in the 11th hour and went to Jackson State. Uh, so Deion Sanders may, might be on the verge of making a huge splash of getting Cremonti McLean. So he was going to go to Florida. Miami. Well, Florida. You know, well, he, he never committed to Florida. Well, yeah, but he was a Florida leader for a long right, time. Then people thought, well, John Ruiz gave him a, gave him a bag of money and he's going to uh, to Miami and he put off he he delayed signing and now all of a sudden there's a crystal ball in for uh, Colorado. And you know what, man? This NIL stuff, the bags of money that's being dropped is absolutely absolutely crushing college football as we know it. No, it's not. It, of course, it is. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything to your game day watching experience. Well, I mean, it, it gives you a lot of talk in the off season, It gives you a bunch of drama in the offseason. Right. Of course, you're you're going to follow your, the universities that, that you pulled for for years. That part hasn't changed. But as far as the landscape. Has changed a lot. There, look, you know, it used to be coaches. You, you know, you wouldn't want to be an NFL coach because, man, you got to coach 24, you know, 12, 12 months out of the year, 24 hours a day. Now, being an NFL football coach is a cakewalk compared to being a college football coach. Now you have to recruit high school players. You have to recruit their parents. You have then you have to re- recruit your current players on the roster, and now you got to go out and recruit players on other teams' rosters. Yeah, I, I, I heard a good proposal. I kind of agree with this. You, I know you're going to call it dumb, but since we're in NIL. Well, if you, you preps it with, with say I'm going to call it dumb, you're probably right. So, obviously, we have the transfer portal now. We have NIL mm-hmm. deals. We have players jumping in teams. So, players make a buddy. So, why not let a player stay as long as he wants? That's a bet. If he wants to play in Georgia 15 years, hell, he playing play there their 15 years. Who cares? He's making money. If he takes one class. I mean, haven't we dropped the whole premise that this is a four-year, this is amateur sports, this is a four-year, you're, you're four years. I mean, players moving around, so if he wants to stay, make See, career. So give him his, an unlimited amount of COVID years what you're telling me. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying if he's still good enough and wants to stay, Make him enroll in one class, I guess. I don't know, but just let him let him stay. You know right? what? Why not, Chuck? Just for you, because you know what? It's 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 a farce to say they're collegiate ast- scholar athletes anymore. That that's the long. I mean, gone. the rest of the structure is getting blown up. So why why do you stick to this four year deal? You know what? What what's, what's terrible is the concept. Con- conceptually, what they were trying to do was right, as far as. Guy, you know, the old Chris Webber story, you know, I I can't afford to, you know, take my girl out and buy her a, you know, uh, know, combo at Burger King, but yet I've got some dude that the university is profiting off my jersey sales, okay? Uh, But if you want to pay those guys a few dollars, I I get that part of it. And I I agree. You're about to say, well, I bet you Chris Webber had, you know, he got a lot of money because he was a kid or whatever. no, no. No, I'm about to say. Chris Weber, that was all a lie. He told you. you know his father was like executive at GM. He wasn't poor at all. He he played a role. He totally lied about okay. Well, whatever. Being poor. Whatever. Okay. okay you know, yeah. Chris sure. Yeah. But poor. but the concept though right. was a lot of these guys that grew up poor didn't have anything. The guys that live in the you know the cane fields of Pahokee, Florida, right? Then there you uh, go. You know those guys didn't have anything. Those dudes, you know, give them some, some you know some walking around money, you know, so they can you know you know buy whatever. But the execution, the adults in the room have ripped this apart, have ripped this apart. Uh, They've totally screwed this up uh, with with how uh, these things are being done. Like Drake Drake May, the North Carolina quarterback, he never entered the portal. There was rumors he might enter the portal. But uh, they didn't drop the names of the two head football coaches, but supposedly there's two – in. way football coaches that offered him five million, up to $5 million to go there. I mean, I'd love to see these names dropped because you can't do that. That's, that's against the rules. I mean, it's it's, it's such a joke, man. The, the way they're doing this is awful. It's worse, far worse than NFL free agency. At least in NFL free agency, you know guys have to stay a few years. Here, oh, you know what? Oh, you know what i I'm going to leave it this year. Now, at least the NCAA NCAA did one thing correct. They tried, they they put in, they're they're, they're trying to say, hey, let these guys have unlimited transfers. At least they said no to that. So now it's you get one for free, and then if you graduate, now if you graduate, you can transfer as many times as you want. Hell, JT Daniels is on his fourth school in four years. But you have to graduate to uh, be able to transfer again without sitting out. Yeah, and my question to you and everyone else is, you said it was a good idea, poor execution. How did they – how did you think it was going to – do you think this was going to be some above the board It was going to be handled correctly? Of course you knew it was going to be the Wild West. How did you think they it was going to to regulate happened. this early on? And you <laughs> can't do it now because they're, they're they're scared to death of litigation. You can't go and, and, and try to uh, – Structure this in a way at all, and, and, and eliminate or uh, prevent guys from profiting on their name, image, and likeness. You can't do it. They should have. They should have from the uh, the onset um, tried to structure this in a way where it worked. But the way it is now, it's Katie bar the door. Uh, I mean, you, there's no way to to structure anything. Well, didn't Beyonce.
0: They do whatever, kind of, whatever.
1: Didn't Deion kind of maybe speak out against it a little, a month or two ago? Now, he brought up a good point, I think, if, I, if it was him that talked about it. All these NIL deals, have you do you see any college athletes in any commercials endorsing anything? <laughs> or are they advertising for is Isn't that the whole? I've seen Bryce Young. You've seen Bryce Young. Yeah, What? Well, the Heisman. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a little different. Well, no, not just a Heisman. When he, when he goes to the, the was it a State Farm. Is it the State Farm commercial where the he model? goes with, with no, 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 where the young kid and he goes, he goes, hey, they're my, fa- they're Dr Pepper, they're my family now, right? He, hey, it's a Dr Pepper commercial well, when he one. walks in. Okay, yeah. well that's one. But right? Bryce Young is, it, is the only one that I can think I mean, of you've that I've seen. Yeah. I mean, sure. You got all these You you don't see any commercials. It, you know, you have professional athletes when they endorse, at least they're in commercials, they're out hawking the product. You're not seeing that with with college. Yeah. Now. All right. And also, but look, I. Since Franco Harris up on the screen passed away overnight, the age of 72, uh, the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception, it was going to be uh, Friday. It was Friday. They were, I think they were going to honor him. What Pittsburgh, I think, on Sunday, right? I think they're still I think honoring, I, but yeah, they, yeah, they're still honoring. But he was going to be a part of that, and obviously Hall of Famer. Uh, you know, obviously uh, a big component of the. Uh, of the four Super Bowl uh, rings in the 70s for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I was wondering if it's true. You probably heard this story, too, when that immaculate reception happened. You only heard that story in the rest met. They asked, okay, you know, we about, know not a touchdown, what, do but you the have enough here to get us out of here? No, we don't. Before. All right, <laughs> touchdown. That wouldn't be, that wouldn't be shocking. That <laughs> wouldn't be shocking if that were true. <laughs> <laughs> we'll step aside for a break. We'll come back, talking more sports with you from Dick Swings, the North side on 1010XL.
0: This is Compton and Company on 1010 XL. He drops the throw. Looking, looking. Fires middle of the field, and that ball is picked off. It is picked off by Rayshon Jenkins. He's running it back along the right sideline. That is going to be a touchdown. That is going to be a touchdown. The Jags
1: are going to win it on a Sean Jenkins pick six. Are you kidding me? How good is that? You guys think Frank Frangio was excited just a little bit? Whew. That was the uh, obviously the uh, the pick six game winning call. Jags beat the Dallas Cowboys, and look, I was I was completely stunned uh, as I'm watching. All right, I mean, we um, I took my sons to the game yeah, I told you they pulled my Cowboys card. They told me I can never say I'm a bigger Cowboys fan than they are because I was sort of pulling for the Jags as well. I, I was pulling for the Cowboys, but it was sort of a low-key type of, man, I can't really pull against the Jaguars and Trevor. Uh, and then when I realized that the Eagles were certainly going to win their game, I'm like, you know, this, is, this game doesn't really matter to the Cowboys. They're going to be a wild-card team anyway, but it does matter uh, for the Jags and, and their playoff hopes. Um, now what if the, what if what if the Bears had been beating the Eagles? I would have been all in with the Cowboys. <laughs> would you have been upset then? <laughs> I would have been. I, I think I would have been upset then, maybe a little bit. But, Especially uh, with the news now that old uh, Jalen Hurts. Old I guess he's brain out. Huh? see, he gonna be. I guess he's not officially out, but looking like he'll be out. Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew may be starting for the Philadelphia Eagles on Saturday. I think it's 425. But uh, but yeah, so I got my again my, my, my boys took my Cowboys card away from me. I said, "Son, I said I name you Dallas." I don't care, Dad. I don't care. They, they were mad at me. My, my older son told me I like, quit slurping Trevor. I mean, I was so. I mean, I got all kind of things said to me. I was called names. It was. I didn't know what to do. But that was kind uh, of the finish of the day until the Raiders. Oh my Patriots- gosh! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ooh, how bad was that? How bad was that? Um, Jacoby Myers uh, said, "Hey, uh, you want to see something? Hold my beer." <laughs> and decided. I mean, it reminded me of. Um, I think I asked you this, Chuck, and you said no. Uh, Matt, have you seen the movie Rookie of the Year?
2: Oh my gosh! Yeah, of course. Right? You
1: have. Chuck has, and I have. So it reminded me of when the the, the kid. Um, that uh, if you don't know who he is, he's the kid that played Kevin in the uh, in the American Pie movies, right? That he, he, you know, Roden Gardner, whatever his name was, in, in in the Rookie of the Year movie. It reminded me of that when he, you know, early in the movie he breaks his arm, then it, it heals, but it's like some bionic arm, and he throws fastballs 120 miles an hour, or whatever it was, and he ended up playing for the Cubs. But then he uh, falls down in the postseason. Gets up. Oh, my arm's okay, but all of a sudden now he his arm's back to where it was as as a twelve year old, and he, all he could do was float. He can only just lob the balls in. Then, then that's what it reminded me of. It was like rookie of the year. He just floated the ball, Jacoby Myers did, and and uh, I think for a Patriot linebacker, right? Did didn't uh yeah, who was uh, didn't do play for the Patriots at some point? I think so. The Cardinals, the Patriots. I think so, and now when I hear this stat. I hear it right. I could. The first time since 1960, that two games have ended in some same day, like defensive touchdowns on the last play of the game to end the game. First time it's happened since 1960. Was that right? That you know the deep, it was an interception. You know a touchdown, a touchdown scored by the defense on the last play of the game to win the game. Which that, that, that could be because yeah. that's, a, that's a rarity. It's Taylor, the, Taylor who, Jones who, who did that. Yes. Yeah, yes, Taylor sir. Jones. Did he play for the Patriots at one point, right? I think so, yes. In the car, and yeah. I, and I, I know Arizona, but I think the Patriots as well. But, uh, huh. Wow. Being a Patriots, what kind of. Willie McGinnis, have you watched that video? Oh, I did. He's got to be on the NFL network, right? I mean, well, I mean, Willie McGinnis there. should be thrown under the jail. He should never be allowed on television. Again, what a piece of garbage he is! Did you see that video and hear about that map? sneak attack?
2: No, I didn't see that.
1: So, oh yeah, watch okay, it. Okay, so what, what, go to yeah. There's a video of it's a nice restaurant in LA. It's a very really nice restaurant. Willie McGinnis and three or four of his buddies walk into a restaurant. They they, they walk up to a dude who's having dinner with someone. Uh, there's obviously uh, you know uh, there's you know there's there's words being had. So the guy sitting there. As Willie McGinnis confronts him, stands up. Then Willie McGinnis and his buddies start beating the hell out, hell out of this guy. He's beating the crap and out of him. Sucker punched him. Four guys beat him up. Willie McGinnis pants falls down to his knees. Like his, some uh, of his buddies, they fall into like the table next to him. Yeah. The people are and, and, and then Willie McGinnis picks up like a champagne, a wine bottle, starts beating the guy on top of the head with a wine bottle. So he was arrested. Willie McGinnis, if he should never be on television again. Well, he was supposed to make it Parents' court day. I never checked back what happened. But, you know, he said when the truth comes out, it, you'll, you'll, he'll be, like, vindicated. Like, truth comes out. We we see the truth. Yes. Let me tell you something. Let, on me, on let, me, let me tell you something. The only thing that would vindicate him from that, if it comes out, that that dude, like, did something to one of his kids. Right. That's the only thing. Right. A- anything <laughs> short of that... Uh, there's, there's no, it's, it's Matt. It's terrible. People that are listening, I'm telling you, it's one of the worst things that, that you'll see outside of when you see someone uh, like Ray Rice, what he did to his then fiance or girlfriend. You know, when you think see things like that. But four dudes walk into a restaurant. Guy stands up. They beat the hell out of him. And one, you know, he's being held by a couple of guys. While the other guys just, you know, uh, you know, oh. beat him, beat him like a pulp. And then again, Willie, you know, Willie McGinnis then picks up a, a bottle and just beat the man head with the bottle. It's so incredible. do you agree with what people are saying that this has to be about a woman? Uh, it's about money or a woman. There, somebody there, said uh, no, if it's about money, you know, they said a woman is the only only thing can make you act a fool like this and just sneak attack somebody. Unless, <laughs> unless you had a woman. That like that, you know again if, if it's if it's like a cheating type of a deal, there's no woman worth that. Nobody's worth that. Well, now, now again, of course, but, but but again, if there's if if there's like uh, you know again I said a child, but if, if like say if it, like his sister or his mom or you know what I mean, some, some a woman that's like that's connected to him and they have abused him, okay, I see that? I'm talking about like a girlfriend. I get what oh. you're, I know what you're saying. <laughs> I get what you're saying. But if so. What the hell, man? What the man. hell, dude? So the NFL suspended him. Network He should pay. never come back. He should never be allowed to come back no matter what unless again it was. Something I mean, like I mean Warren Sapp got fired, you yeah, so NFL network for what not paying not paying a prostitute in a, in a hotel <laughs> during what super <laughs> bowl week. And that's but yet they be somewhat yeah. uh sneak attack. that's worse. So if, if, if Sapp got got canned for that, you definitely should can Willie McGinnis, right? Yeah, Willie McGinnis. Really, yeah, he, he should, uh, he, if nothing else, he should, you know, be canned for and you, can for. His hands coming falling do you, down to his The knees. YouTube comments are great. They're like, look, you're 51 years old. Why is he acting like a 20-year-old in a club or something? It's awful, man. Hey, poll questions out there. Are these, Matt, telling folks what they are mm-hmm. and where we stand? Yeah, guys, we
2: got some good ones out there right now. Mm-hmm. Our first one that we put out there. Is with three games remaining? Do you think the Jags will make the playoffs? Well, right now, guys, eighty-three percent of the audience says yes. Just seventeen percent say no.
1: So, so, who would have now? Before you give us the second question, that was absolutely, uh, absolutely unthinkable. Like three weeks ago. I mean, I mean think, think about the, the the last few weeks where we've gone here. I mean. This and I've heard, this you know, being bandied about and, and discussed, you know, throughout the you know the course of these, these daily shows, man, uh, it does have a 1996 vibe to it. Right when the Jaguars were were four and seven, uh, finished nine and seven on that Morton Anderson miss here uh, in Jacksonville, uh, man. I, and how about yesterday? We haven't talked about this, Frank Gore day. Yesterday was, you know, to your anniversary of Frank Gore, uh, you know, helping the Jets beat the Rams. Or, if that had not happened, the Jets would have Trevor Lawrence, and the Jags would probably have Justin Fields. I think with Urban Meyer here, would have been Fields and, and, and uh, not Zach Wilson, but still... But then the you, ended up winning you. another game. I mean, that made it official. But did the just win a game after that. I, know, I don't I don't think, know maybe. Yeah, but, I but my they, but my point is, yeah I get your point. I mean that made it that official. that made it where the Jags had Trevor Lawrence, man. And uh, we can and we I've said this all along, and, and I can really you know, stick my chest out now and say it. Every time I hear it, almost okay. You know your pet peeve, Chuck, is what when we talk about sports around here. What's your pet peeve? I'm not even going to tee it up. What What do you get aggravated with when you read things about what happened why around here? Around For, sports. The Florida Georgia game? Yes, okay. yes. So tell people, go ahead. Uh, are the reason why. Yeah. Okay, the reason why the 1995 Florida Georgia game was played in Athens was because of renovations to the Gator Bowl. Yeah. Of course, they were already playing in 1995 yeah. and, and so with me, <laughs> when I hear people talk about how the Jaguars, were fleeced in how uh, the Rams won that Ramsey trade, right? Okay, yeah, you can say, sure. Uh, Clavion Chason and C.J. Henderson is who the Jaguars got with those two picks uh, for Jalen Ramsey, right? You can say that. I I get it. But the Jaguars by far away won that trade. Sure. The Ramsey and the Rams, they were up to Florida Marlins. They won a World Series. They did. And the Rams, were gonna, they're going to suck for five or six more years again. So your left Sneed, your GM, F the draft picks shirt, you still feel that way. Maybe because they won Super Bowl. But other than that, they got nothing. The Rams will be terrible for five or six years. They've got no draft picks. They've got no quarterback. They got nothing. The Rams have Cooper Cup. That's all they have. All right, so. But they got a Super Bowl. They did. And that's it all. But the Jaguars. That's the goal. The winners in that trade. Well, they're winners they're turning to Trevor Lawrence. They've got to win a Super Bowl to, to even be even and have be winners. One, it well, you know what it does do though? Okay. Goes back to this. Would you rather be the Marlins or the Atlanta Braves? I think a lot of people would rather be the Marlins. I don't think so. I, I think, think so. I don't think so. That may be a, a, a poll question I for another it, day. Yeah, a good poll okay, question. Okay, it is. Would you rather have two World Series championships and 15 last place finishes or 14 consecutive division titles and one World Series. And how many championships with the – well, how many The Marlins had two world titles okay. and last right. place every other year. Right. 15 well, other yeah, years or whatever it is. The Braves have one wor- – at the time, now they have two, obviously. Right. This is count. They had one World Series and 14 consecutive division titles. What? Fa- who would you rather pull for? I'm the Braves because – you have free baseball every single year. So, to me, what my point is this with, with the Jaguars. The Jags are about to go on a run here, I think, of making the postseason for, for like seven of the next eight or nine years. But I think you've got to win one Super Bowl to even have that be a fair question. But I think if the Jags make the playoff eight years in a row, don't win the Super Bowl, I think you still want to be the Rams. You've won a Super Bowl. That's hard to – Look, I just – And a lot of people, I I remember uh, Dempsey and Lamb having this argument slash discussion before. Lamb said he'd rather be the Braves. Dempsey's like, no, the Marlins, it's all about, it's all about, that's the only thing that matters is a championship. So I'd rather be the Braves probably, but I I, I can see, I I don't think as many people would want to be the Braves as you think. I think a lot would want to be the Marlins. We'll have that question some night. But anyway, my point is this. The Jaguars were huge winners in that trade. Yeah, look, the Rams got a Super Bowl. But had that trade not happened, the Jaguars, and forget about maybe who who won or lost that trade, but it it was a big, it could be a winner. for, Maybe it was a win-win. The Rams got Ramsey, helped them win a Super Bowl. It was also a huge win for the Jaguars. Because had they not made that trade, and Ramsey were still here and gave him a five-year, $100 million deal, they would have never gotten rid of Klayas Campbell and, and, and uh, uh, Leonard Fournette. Uh, they wouldn't have gotten rid of uh, Tayshaun Gibson or Ronnie Harrison Jr. They wouldn't get rid of all those guys. They would have been a 4-12, 5-11, now I guess 7-10 and 10 team. It would have been a middling team. Would have drafted, you know, eight to twelve every year, maybe five or whatever. They, they would have never been in position to take that dude, Trevor Lawrence, and here he is. The guy is going to make eight to ten Pro Bowls in his career. Ah, uh, that's really. I'm telling you, I'm tell, I'm bar. telling you right now. Now it'll be a little tough from the AFC because you got Messers, Burrow, I guess, uh, Allen. Are they Are they still going to name Pro Bowl teams even though there's not the whole, a game? Oh, yeah, they'll still name teams. They'll name a team. It'll be tougher. Then you won't have offense because there's no game yeah, to be That's true. It'll be tougher because you have – you're right. Good point. You have Mahomes and, and Burrow and Allen and those guys. It, it, so it'll be tougher because you have a lot, a lot to, of guys Eight there. to ten a lot. How many quarterbacks have made eight to ten but, Pro Bowls? Look. Very few. Remember, that's Trevor Lawrence, kid. A lot of people said out of high school he could have gone into, into the NFL. Right. They said he was NFL-ready out of high school. He's showing people now why that why people said that. We, we thought that was silly when it was said, but now we know why people said it, because the guy absolutely is playing the part. Now, the highest-rated quarterback in the NFL since week nine, a 111 rating, highest completion percentage also since week nine, more touchdown passes than anyone since week nine, Chuck. Pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's just I, I. He's trending up. He's trending the right way. But I don't think. Now, until tomorrow night, period. if he if he goes, you know, 18 of 38 for 226 yards and throws two picks, I mean, we may not do a show next week. <laughs> I Guess mean, what? take a week off. Sorry, I'm sick. Guess what? He's gonna have some. He's gonna have some bad games in his career coming up. That's just. That's, and that's you're right. It. We're gonna this break here. You're right. No, you're you're 100% correct. Look, Mahomes. Against the Broncos two weeks ago through three picks, which is sort of unheard of, but he did. So yeah, sure. But here's here's the cool thing though with with Lawrence. He's now arrived as a top chef quarterback, and you're right, he will have a bad game here or there. But when he does have one, you won't think, oh well, maybe he's not the guy. We know he's the guy. There's no doubt he's the real deal uh, in terms of being a an absolute stud as a quarterback, a franchise quarterback. I'm not going to say generational, but, well, I think a lot are. But also, And he may be. He <laughs> might be. But how about this? How about, uh, remember the Jaguars beat the Colts in that meaningless game where Maurice Str- remember Maurice Str- and Drew ran wild, and they beat the Colts that allowed them to get Andrew Luck, who was considered the most recent generational quarterback, right? Yeah. And then now last year Frank Gordon did what he did. Who he's all, he was also running back for the Colts at one point. I think he played for the Colts at some point. And uh, obviously allowed the Jaguars to draft one, Trevor Lawrence. We'll break here, we'll come back, revisit the poll questions, talk recruiting, a little baseball talk as well from Dick Swings, the North Side on 1010 xl
0: This is Compton and Company on 1010XL.
1: And welcome back to Compton Company coming from Dick's Wings in the North Side on this flip night. Come in any Wednesday night, hit the bar area, order a drink, get Edgar Tails. If you're right, the drink is free. If you're not right, you just pay for the drink. So, we haven't talked at all about the Gator debacle this past weekend.
0: Yeah, uh, a little bit. Well, a
1: little bit. We talked last week uh, if. Jack Miller would have gone in and played well for the Gators. Would it hurt the draft stock of to Richardson? He said, no, it wouldn't hurt that at all because they're going to look at the combine, the pro day, his uh, measurables, all those things, and then say, you know what, uh, we can fix any of this stuff. Um, and in fact, he had a you know, better collegiate career, and I gave that example, you know, player A, player B next week or last week, rather, and uh, A.R. had a much better season in his first year of starting quarterback for the Gators than Josh Allen had in his last season, which was his second year starting for Wyoming, and obviously A.R. had faced far better competition. I said, look, he's a a top 10, top 15 pick, period. there's, There's no doubt in my mind he was then a top 10 or top 15 pick. So there's no way his draft stock would have been hurt. But after watching uh, this past weekend's game, I'm not sure that it did, but it could have enhanced his draft stock. When, when they look at that, right? So the only difference on the offensive line was Osiris Torrence. Again, he's going to be a first-round pick probably, the best interior lineman in the draft by most accounts, but he did get a couple of receivers back in that game that didn't play against FSU. The Gators put up, you know, 33, I think, at Tennessee, 35 at home against LSU, 35 in Tallahassee. Obviously, you know, they didn't, you know, win against Vanderbilt, but, you know, AR put up a a bunch of points, a bunch of yards. They put up three points. It couldn't, move, it couldn't move the ball at all uh, against uh, Oregon State. That tells me that Anthony Richardson was their offense. He was the Gator. Without him, they'd do nothing. Look, they couldn't run the ball without him. So it shows that that backside defensive end would key on AR-15 the entire game. Uh, and, and that's why there were so many, well, and Torrance as well, uh, why there was huge lanes for these running backs for Mon, Mon, uh, Montreal Johnson and, and Trevor Etienne uh, to run through. If, 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 if anything, the results of this past weekend enhanced the draft stock of Anthony Richardson. Do you agree with that or no? Yeah, because without him. I mean, well, they think about that. Terrible. What, what would that offense have been? Without and what would years. the record have been without Anthony Richardson? Would they have been like 2 and 10? I mean, I mean yeah. think about that first. How, how sobering is that? The Florida Gator football team, in my opinion, at best, would have been 4 and 8. The fighting 4 and ers that Will Muschamp had his last year. When they lost to Georgia Southern without Anthony Richardson. That actually it wasn't his last year. Well, ne- okay, I'm sorry. It, well, you're right. His next last year. That's right. He got one more year. My bad. Sorry, Chuck. He got one more year. You're remember right. The, the next year, remember that game against Missouri <laughs> where Missouri scored like every way imaginable?
0: Yeah, in Gainesville. Yeah. Well, here's
1: what's funny. Car uh, kickoff return, interception return, fumble return, <laughs> every way. Everywhere I think other than the offense scored. I'll tell you a funny story about that game. I was there, it was homecoming. Uh, I took my younger son, younger son Dallas, that gave. His first game at the Swamp. I'd taken him to Florida, Georgia before. He had he, experienced that. Motor son Ronnie experienced Gator Camelot. We had season tickets in 06, 07, 08, 09. We knew a lot of football games. Dallas, again, he had been to Florida, Georgia before. His first trip in Gainesville. We're sitting there, and Missouri's up like a bunch to three. Nearing the fourth quarter, he said, Dad, he goes, do we have to stay for the rest of this? I said, son, let's at least wait for them to score a touchdown so you can hear some of the Gator stuff. And let's at least hear, you know, we are the boys between the third and fourth quarters. Let's let's at least do that. And that's what we did. He said, do we have to stay for this? That's how how, uh, low uh, Gator football is uh, at sink. My son said, do we have to stay for this? It did. It was a game in a football game. Do we have to, Dad? Man, it was terrible, Chuck. It was terrible. And you know, we left like we're like ten minutes to go. Was he fired after that game? I can't remember. I don't remember that either, but he he was, was fired. fired yeah. Yeah. Fired in season, I know. Oh man. Um uh, yeah, yeah. So So I'm interested to see where uh coach You know, I didn't know this. Well, We were talking – well, I was about to say – I was talking to some friends last week, but actually I was here after the show. I did not realize that Florida and Miami are going to play in in 24 and 25. Yeah. We were talking about that It was you I was talking about that. Yeah, me, you, and Joe. We were over there looking at schedule. I'm like, did you know that? I did not realize they had signed up for a new uh, series. I knew, you know, Texas Two-Step, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I'll say this about Gator football, and we're going to break here in a moment. I'm a little worried, Chuck. You know, uh, now Jade Rashada, that was it now, he was the early commitment, you know, he committed to Miami, flipped to Florida, uh, quarterback out of California, uh-huh. that uh throughout the course of the day, the Gators signed twenty. Now I will say this, the Gators, when you look at the the uh average for you know, per player, uh, it was like ninety two point three four I think. Which would be fifth in the country. They ended up finishing, you know, between eighth and twelfth, depending upon, or ninth and twelfth, depending upon the, you know, if it's on three or 247 ESPN, what publication, um, you know, you subscribe to. But uh, so they recruited okay. But Jaden Rashada, a lot of people thought, man, there was some smoke about maybe he goes somewhere else. He did ink with the Gators. Um, so recruiting the bump class, they call it okay. Uh, they did get 18 blue chippers, so it's the best recruiting class the Gators have had since Will Muschamp. Now, when Mackeway, the year he was fired, they had the number one class in the country. Uh, the day he was fired, they had Jamar Chase, Matt Corral, and others that had committed to Florida. Obviously, when he got fired, they all you know jumped ship. But this is the best recruiting class they've had since. The days of Will Muschamp, um, yes, sure. Dan Mullen had some decent star numbers, but then when you would uh, re-rank them three months later, you'd realize six or seven of the players that committed to Florida and signed didn't qualify, didn't never made it into Dan Gainesville. Mullen. Did I dream this or Dan and go to South Carolina? No, you dreamed that. Okay, I must have. There did. were rumors that okay. he was offered the O.C. job there. Saying, I did totally dream it then. Okay, okay. there was. You didn't me. talk about it. It wasn't totally dreamt. Dreamt. Okay. But you did sort of dream it, right? Right, okay. All right. All right. So we'll come back, Chuck. We will uh, pick some games. Go over last week. And uh, we've got on this day in sports <laughs> and some birthdays as well from Dick Swings and the North Side to next XO.
0: is Compton & Company on 1010XL.
1: And looking back to Compton & Company, coming from Dick's Wings of the north side, Chick Elliott, Magic, Matt LeVay. Yours truly, Ron Compton. Glad to have you along with us. Do you want to wish folks a uh, merry, merry early Christmas? Because it is here, boys. It is here. In fact, I, I might have spent like two hours wrapping presents. Two hours. Yeah, I mean, uh, all my kids. I mean, look, you know, I I'm still playing for all my kids. Other people, I don't have. I don't have a wife to like wrap presents for me. I mean, it was. I was watching a, TV wrap, you have presents. A girlfriend to wrap presents for you. You what? You have a girlfriend to I don't wrap... have one of those anymore. Okay. And well, for, unfortunately, I mean, uh, I mean, <laughs> Guess I've been asking enough questions lately. You have not. I mean, and, and you know what? Uh, boy, I should. probably no, not. The, the best, like, girl I've ever with. The best girl I've ever been with. And we're no longer together. They're no longer together. That's, a, that's all fear, Chuck. We'll talk about, about that. But you talked about Christmas for a couple of things. Christmas. Yeah. Did you see Saturday? The highest like, 41 and low 24. I know. So what can't for you? I, a lot of people are like, oh, this is so great. It's Christmas. I want to be cold. I'm saying... A bad four letter word that. This is We're what in I would warn want, all right. I want uh, twenty okay. degrees I'll go to okay. I'll go to North Dakota. This is what I would say to that. All right. So <laughs> I want the Andy. aforementioned ex girlfriend. She and I and and our kids all went the week after Christmas last year. Uh went up into uh, North Carolina. And it was like 80 degrees, like five days, and then had great. a bl- had, well, hold on, had a blizzard the last day we were there, and it looked like a picture you see in Russia. It was outstanding. So what I would say is this: if you are, if it's going to be 20 degrees, give me some, some per- uh, precipitation and give me snow. It, look, give me snow, and I'm great with 20 degrees. If it's just going to be 20 and sunny, hell no, I don't want that. But here's the problem. If it's 20 and 25, give me some rain so I can have some snow, Chuck. You say it's going to be 20 to give you snow. The problem is, remember, in 1989, you're going to have, we're not we're not equipped to handle that here. I'm off next week. So we're going to have ice, and you can't go out and get out to bounce. you just kind of... I don't have to go anywhere. You don't want to go anywhere? No, I'm good. Give us some snow. Look, look i, I make, I've got kids, Chuck. The kids want snow, Chuck. I, well, you're not getting snow. You're not getting enough <laughs> snow here to make a difference. You're just getting a little, if you let got snow, stuff, let it you're snow, You're getting a little bit, snow. and you're getting nice to go with it, so. Let it snow, let it snow, let it like snow. like me, I mean, i got to get out and about. i got people to visit, things to do. I'm, I'm off the rest of this week. I'm off next week, so, so all you, is you, good. So you don't want to sit around your house and do nothing and watch. It. I can walk somewhere. We can walk in or the snow. Somewhere. You know they say, "Hey, when yeah, I was your age, so I walked, I walked to school at yeah, six I'll, feet I'll of snow." Feel, so, that's right. Yeah. And the second thing, yeah. you forgot to talk yeah. about the Chiefs fan. I think oh I gosh, I did. Already. Okay, so. It was a great story. I had heard it. It is a great story, right. it, story, it you a great story. and uh, you know what? Let's pick some games, and then we're going to talk. I promise. When I we come back, two. we look. We've got a look. We've got a, we got a story. Year. We're going to tease here. If you haven't heard it. We've got a story about a Kansas City Chiefs fan that's been like every home and away game for like the last 10 or 15 years, and then all of a sudden he wasn't at this most recent game this weekend. And Kansas City Chiefs fans are wondering, man, uh, is it an accident? I mean, they were checking hospitals. They were checking all so- mortuaries, <laughs> all sorts of things. And we'll, after the break, we'll tell you where they found him. He did. He did. He did surface. He yeah. did surface. So after the break, we'll tell you where he surfaced. Uh, the the Chiefs fan that would dress up in like a wolf costume. So right. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not. doing so well in games. I was one and five last week. I'm one and eleven the last two weeks. So I've caught not. up with you, haven't? You? Yeah, we are both tied. What's our record? Uh, forty-seven. You always talk about we're making people money. we You know what we're doing now? Not doing. Not. We're not making people money. We're both forty-seven and fifty-two. Are we really? Yes. And Matt, you you went three and three last yeah. week. So do you. You right? know what? I'm but so disappointed in myself because last, Remember last man, year? you I'm, like, I'm like twenty-five games over five hundred last year for the season. I was right. making money, but now I'm not making money. Man. None of us are making money. Oof. So terrible. it's all it's all NFL again this week. Now next week we'll have some college. We'll have some good college bowl games. We'll be able to throw in there next week. Was so, that the only one that had the Jaguars last week? Uh, no, I think. Matt had the Jag. Oh, okay. I did not. Oh, every, I know you did. and for three and a quarter of it I looked like I was I was You look like a genius, didn't yes, you? Yes, hilarious genius. So NFL games. All right. So first we start off. Uh the games are all over the place this week, so don't quote me on a day, hell I don't know. I know they are just playing sometime <laughs> this weekend. This <laughs> week <laughs> it's week sixteen, correct? Is it? Yeah, yes. Yes, no. okay. Three games ago. Cincinnati at New England. The Bengals by three and a half. New-, New England's fighting for their playoff lives, They I are. Think. So I'm going to go with give me the Patriots on a bounce back after a terrible loss last week. Patriots bounce back in Foxborough. You know the the old. You know if this were like old NFL rules and coaches could do what they wanted to do, do you think they would still be running stadium steps right now, running gassers?
0: Well, only plural. one player
1: should be that. That's The player should be. I mean. Well, no, no. The <laughs> way it, no, the way it works is teams, you do it all as a team. I know, I know. Right? You know, they'd I all know. be doing it, and they'd all be ticked off at Jacoby Myers. Or they'd if, give him the, you know they'd give him? They'd give him the code of red. If you do it military style, actually, he would watch everyone else do it. Like, yeah. in the military, they punished a full metal checker. Remember, they punish yeah. everyone else for private pile. Well, and then, and then and a few good men that give him a code of red. Oh, okay. No, I didn't probably, see a few good men. You have No. Matt, seen, have seen you seen, Matt, you've seen A Few Good Men, right? Oh, yeah, of course. One of the best movies ever. Oh, hands Chuck, down. My God. I've seen and Full Metal Jacket. That's all I need. I don't need a few no, good a men. No, A Few Good Men is better than both of them. So, Matt, who do you have? No, so it's not. It is better watching no, than this, Full Metal yes, Jacket. it is. It is. But probably Santiago. Get, I'm going to take... Uh, We'll go, yeah, you go. Go ahead, man.
2: You know what? Screw it. Give me, give me the Pats to cover it. Yeah. I'll take the Pats.
1: Give me the Bengals. Give me Joe Cool. I'm taking. I'm taking a, as they say on the uh, afternoon show, the, the game picker-upper for me. Give me uh, the, the Bengals. All right. Next, we have this game because can this team keep their hot streak going? That idiot coach they have, the bite knees, uh, uh, is it Dan Campbell. Yeah, Detroit at the Panthers. Seems kind of odd. Detroit by only two and a half. Although the game's at Carolina. Yeah, I'm gonna start this. I'm gonna say the test of the week. Detroit takes a back step. I mean, they they they, they won six to seven, seven eight whatever. I'm taking. I'm you know what? I'm taking the hot team. I'm that taking. My- I'm taking that team that's hot. Uh, and I'm taking the Detroit knee biting um, Lions. Who do you got, Matt?
2: You know what? Yeah, I think the Lions are too hot right now. Give me the Lions.
1: That line looks. You're thinking Sam Donald, Chuck. You you just hit your wagon to Sam Darnold. Why is the Lions only I'm, two and I a half? I don't know, but you hit your wagon to Sam Donald's. What you just did. Congratulations. Next, next winner, got, winner, Chuck. Next, we have another team fighting for a playoff life. Play. They kind of get a they kind of got a hose job Sunday night. Uh, the hose what? The Redskins hose job. Red. yes. because they were called was well, it? McLaurin called, like, uh, uh, didn't he ask if he was on the line and then as soon as yeah, they called it a penalty? So They got hosed. How's that? They got hosed. So it's the Commanders slash Redskins at the 49ers, the 49ers by seven. You mean the Washington football team? Yes. That's it. I'm taking the Washington Redskins. I think Brock Purley, He's at some point he has to come back to earth. Uh, I hope for my fantasy football fantasy football deals. So I hope that Christian McCaffrey runs for like 200, 220 yards. I'm taking Washington to cover that seven and a half point spread, you said? Seven. Seven. I'll take the seven points. Yeah, give me... Can I buy the hook? Got the hook. Just to- I can't buy the hook. <sighs> can't buy the hook. I'll enough. take the seven. You can buy it gambling. Can't buy here. Yeah, give me the skin. Maybe not necessarily to win, but stay within the seven. Who do you have, Matt?
2: Yeah, I'd have to agree with that, especially after that showing the other night. Give me the commander's... The commies.
1: <laughs> Next, we got, boy, this line slipped. You, you know what you got to talk about then? The Eagles at the Cowboys. I think the Eagles before the uh, Hurts injury, were Eagles like a one-point favorite. No, the maybe? Cowboys about three and a half. Three about and six. A, Cowboys five two. here. Five. I thought when Hurts wasn't hurt, I thought the Eagles No, the Cowboys are favorites favorite. Two. in Dallas. So what? The Eagles are a much better, better team. team. No, they're not a much well, better without, team. Now, without Hurts, all bets are off. No pun intended. But Dallas by five. Go ahead, Chuck. G- Gardner Minshew, I trust. Give me give me the Eagles. Five points. okay right. Go ahead there, uh, Mr. Matt Magic Matt LeVay.
2: You know what? I will go ahead and I'll take the boys in this one. I'll roll a Dallas to cover. Give me Dallas.
1: Uh, I didn't take Dallas last week for the first time in about sixteen or seventeen years. years. Right? I haven't. I mean, when's the last time you heard me say take the other team? Uh, that opposed the Cowboys against the spread. I'm not doing it this week. Look, I think Dallas has bounced back in a big way. Dak actually played very well last week, 23 of 30. Had the two picks, one bounced off Noah, uh, uh, you know, uh, Noah's hands. The other one, I think his arm got hit. Uh, I think the Cowboys bounced back in a big way at home, and they beat the hell out of Philadelphia, and they make a statement, whether it's with Jalen Hurts Gardner, Minshew, or whomever, the Cowboys went big. So he's been able to win big even with her. Yeah. All right. Okay. Fine. Fine. Yeah, All I'm right. a homer. Of course, Sam. That's fine. All right. Next we have the Bills at the Bears. The Bills by <laughs> nine. Now, the Bears, not a good record, but they're feisty. Just the Bills is feisty. They don't win a lot of games, but they hang that, – that's a big spread at Chicago. Uh – right. Uh, after I fail that, then I'm gonna flip it around on you and take the take the pills. I'm gonna go ahead and take the uh, the Justin Fields led Chicago Bears. The Bears, give me the Bears. All right, Matt.
2: You know what? Yeah, it is a bit. You know, yeah, I'll, I'll roll with the Bears on this one too. Screw no it. The
1: Bears. The no Bears. All right. All right. Next. You Come know on where night. we're going. All right, baby. Let's go. Firm it in. Let's go. Firm Where are you? Woo! you are taking the jet? Yes. <laughs> because go ahead, that line looks odd. Go ahead, Matt. Not?
2: You know what? I, I rolled with them last week in a word. Give me the J-A-G-S. Jags, Jags, Jags.
0: Look, Matt. Uh, well, Trevor is, well,
1: they. this is new. They say it, he is him. I mean, is, is that the new thing? He is him, right? Is that right, Matt? He, he is, is him. He well, is it is him?
2: confirmed that he is him.
1: I mean, that it well, that has been confirmed. He is, he is him. He is him. he is him. He is him. That's what they say now. He is him. Who says that? That's what they say now. Am I right, Matt?
2: It's what the kids are that? saying, that? Chuck. You got to get on this Who now. You gotta get on, uh, yeah, everybody, is, every
1: everybody. every millennial, every the new generation. I've never heard that. He is whatever it is. What is it? What's the new gen? What is it?
2: What's is the, most gen, the, roast, the most recent gen,
1: Matt? The most recent gen? Gen, most like recent Gen X, Gen X. Oh what gosh, is it?
2: jeez, I don't. I honestly couldn't even tell you what we're well, at right okay. now. I really that, couldn't the, tell you.
1: The, the millennials or whatever the most recent gen is. Gen Z, maybe. They, they all, they all say he is him. He is him.
0: Okay. That's He's him. They say,
1: Chuck. Look it up. Look it up. It's real. It's real. Okay.
2: So <laughs>
1: anyway. I know you're thinking uh, a Jags, so I'm putting it down. Yeah, look, they're going to go into New York tomorrow, or New Jersey, I should say. East Rutherford. It's it's Chase number one overall pick, I guess number two overall pick, the 2021 draft. White hurt, right? Hurt. White hurt, yep. Mike White hurt. And uh, the Jets have an outstanding defense. Quentin Williams, 11-plus sacks. I, I guess he's, he's questionable, but, but was a full participant practice today. Uh but man, give me Trevor, man. He's still so hot right now. He doesn't have to practice. He just rolls out there, watches practice, Amen. and then rolls out in game and does what he, he he does what he does, man. And that's be I don't know the top rated passer in the National Football League since week nine, and they keep rolling. Go Jags, marching towards the playoffs. Could you imagine the atmosphere and a home playoff game here in a few weeks? <laughs> oh my goodness. Who would they to play? Maybe the Dolphins. The Maybe. Ravens right now. It'd be the Ravens It'd be right Ravens. now. And they'll beat the hell out of the Ravens. Ah. They may have the core court. Is Lamar going to come back? We don't you know. Is he going to be back for the playoffs? I don't know. I don't know. Wow. I'll still take the Jags in the game. Go ahead. You, uh, you, okay, we're done with it, right? Yeah, okay. we're done. Okay. So, it. Matt and I took the Jags and you took the Jets. The Jets. Do you really think that or do you just be contrar- contrarian? I. Like I said earlier, just when you think you haven't figured out the NFL has a way of So this is a bringing, formula game. Bringing you down. Is that what this is? Yes. It's odd, although picking it you would think shouldn't the Jags be favored by five, four or five points. But it's even someplace the Jets are favored by one. Right. It's just weird. Why? Right. Why are uh, they I don't know. why are they favored? With all this you give me, why are they favored? Know. So when we come back I'm gonna give you the story of our Kansas City Chiefs super fan. The guy that dressed like a wolf that has been in every home and away game for like the last 15 or 20 years. And he wasn't in attendance this past weekend. And they wondered just where the hell he was. We found him. That's
0: next from Dick's Wings on the north side on 1010XL. This is Compton and Company on 1010XL. All right, and a
1: crazy story, <laughs> so, uh, Chief superfan, this dude has, like, been at every home and away game, City Chiefs, for, like, the last 10 or 15 years, uh, every home and away game, I mean, you name it, he's there, always dressed, he, he dresses in, like, a, a wolf, you know, costume, right, um. Name is Xavier Babidar, right? He all of a sudden went silent on social media, and he's always there, right? And and they're like, man, people are wondering, man, uh, where'd he go? He's not here. Um, are Kansas City Chiefs fans are looking chicken hospitals and. And funeral homes, and and they're wondering what happened. I mean, he's been in every single game for like 15 or 20 years. Huh? He's in jail. <laughs> he's in jail, Chuck and Matt. He's you in jail. Thought, okay, well I saw he's in jail. First yeah. thing you think, okay, got to do you, I'll win yeah, the game, nope. you know, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. maybe child? Who knows? Nope, no, no, that That'll... ain't it. No, that ain't it. <laughs> Matt, Chuck, this dude was arrested for armed robbery in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Friday. Wild West or something? I mean, Come uh, to find uh, out, this guy has been robbing uh, banks for many years to fund uh, said trips to Kansas, Kansas City Chiefs games. Said, What's this, the Wild the old West? <laughs> I mean, how do you rob, I mean, rob banks these I mean, days? It's some been, kind of a
2: robbing? John Wayne movie, right?
1: I mean, I mean is this Billing the Kid? I don't know. Jesse James? The dude's been robbing banks for years uh, to fund uh, his trips. Yeah, he's been arrested, Chuck. How about Rob, that? That's, uh, that's amazing. That's crazy. that crazy? Man, robbing banks. Uh, usually they catch it now. If you get away, you don't get away with much. You don't get away with what's worth it. And don't they put a lot of the what do they call it the ink in the in the in the yeah the soap? ink yeah it, you would think they would find a way to you know <laughs> to get on the with, the, with his ink that's in his bills or something what however that is you got to have a cop to see you because if you had to go to rob a bank wouldn't that be like the most nerve wracking thing ever you're going in you know, you're going to stick a gun to I, somebody's mean, in, somebody's I mean saying, I mean you'd, you'd walk in like you know it would be as cold as it is in Jacksonville it's Christmas, 21 degrees you're pouring sweat what are you pouring sweat for sir oh better rob you. better rob you. <laughs> Give me your money. This is a, a hold-up. All right. Especially if you know, they have cameras. Ah. All right, well, so we got some uh, birthdays today, Chuck Kelly. Walter Hagen, for eight, on this date, 1892. Walter Hagen, 11 major championships. DSL for 1914, 1919. 1911. Josh Gibson, do you know that is? Josh Gibson? 1911? Yeah you know who that is? Uh, no, I don't. American Baseball Hall of Famer from the Negro League oh. World Series. NL All-Star Triple Crown winner, 36-37, 466 batting average in 1943. In Vista, where's Buena Vista, Georgia? Okay. Have you ever... Uh, Buena Vista, Georgia? No, Never no. heard of that. It sounds like Florida. I did there on Buena Vista. I heard of that
0: one.
1: Joe Paterno. This date in 1926. Talking about a guy that was... You know, was all was one of the greatest guys of all time, but all of a sudden now he's not. Yep. When he covered up, you know the, uh, the step by your, your, your what what's, what was his new, new name again? Well, he's got the same name as the uh, Raven announcer, which is an unfortunate name to have. Jerry Sandusky, right? Yeah, for yeah, right, Jerry With Jesse Sandusky, Sandusky. Raven, yeah. You're <laughs> like, golly, why do I gotta have that name? He'll cover up the uh, the Sandusky stuff, the, the sad stuff at uh, at Penn State. Another uh, birthday, Dave Kingman. What's he known for, Chuck? What's Dave Kingman known for? Former baseball player. Uh, yeah. When you thought of Dave Dave Kingman, what would you think of? I don't know. It was a homer or nothing. He was like a 200 hitter and hit like 50 home 50 home run, home runs a year. He was a home run or nothing. No singles, no doubles, uh, mostly no. home runs. Former St. Louis Carter, very good pitcher, Joaquin Enduhar, on well, the date 1952. I didn't realize he died in 2015. I didn't know. That would be one of those, is he dead or alive? I would have guessed alive for Joaquin. Well, there's Andujar. another one coming up that's going to be, wow, I didn't realize she died. No, in this is my girl here, Chris Everett. Oh. She was O'Tracy. She was Tracy Austin. When a, I was like trace, 11, 12, 13 years old, I loved me Chris Everett. She was Tracy Austin. No Tracy Austin? Yeah. No. Trace Johnson had the pigtails. Oh, I know who uh, Trace Charleston was. Who was the uh, the teen, the the, the haughty teen, uh, the, the brunette? Who was that? Like in the eighties. The eighties. Oh. I don't know. Oh my God! I, I, I know, I know, of you. Yeah, I can't think of her name either, man. Ah, uh, was It, it wasn't no. Gabriella uh, Sabatini. Gabriella oh, yeah, Sabatini. Sabatini. Yeah, yeah. That was her. Oh, I love Miss Gabriella Sabatini. And Van Slyke was date 1960. Now, here's the one I didn't know. It died that young uh, Flojo. You didn't know that? Born, she died in 98. Wow. Yeah, you didn't know that? Yeah. She died at 39? What yeah. the heck? Bertrand McDowell, the date 1960. He was Braves pitching coach for a while. He was, there. yeah. Anthony Lynn, NFL running back. Now, Martin that can't 1967. That can't be that's the Irvin. Irvin. That's not magic. I saw 67, like, damn. No, that's not magic. He played at Mr. Davis, Johnson. He was the lemon pepper guy Leon, Thursday. Nineteen sixty nine. The date nineteen sixty nine? Carrie Webb on the date nineteen seventy four. Actually Carrie Webb. Car yeah, okay. Carrie Webb, you're right, that's correct. Uh, and Mark Ingram junior he was a He se- was a s he was a second sophomore hybrid trophy award winner after one Tim Tebow. First hybrid trophy winner from Alabama, right? Very good call. That is that is correct. <laughs> Which is amazing in and of itself. So uh, on this date in sports, Tom Landry accepted the coaching job of the Dallas Cowboys in 1959. How about that, Chuck? Eli Vince Lombardi his yeah, last football show. game in 1969. More SML uh, on this date in sports for you. Uh, Barry Sanders in 1997 became the third to run for 2,000 yards. Uh, Who was Dickerson? Dickerson? yeah. I guess yep. after that, Chris Johnson did it too, right? Yep. There's only been four, I believe. That's correct. I think that's it. It's four. No, 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 no. Uh, Someone else did it? Yeah. Uh, Jamal Lewis. Oh, he yeah, did Yeah, Jamal Lewis did it. Yeah. Yep, Jamal Lewis. Yep. All right. I hear the music going on. So, look, for fine, fine folks here at Dick Twing Merry, uh, uh, Merry Christmas, Matt. Music Monday. Merry Christmas. Friday night for uh, Chuck Elliott for Magic Mount LeVay. Merry Christmas to Matt, Chuck, fine folks here. I'm Ron Compton. To all you guys, Merry Christmas. To next Thursday night. Thursday night. See ya.